welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about a movie called Hard Eight. It was the first film by Paul Thomas Anderson, and it's part of our retro series where we go back and talk about an, an older film. And we decided to talk about the film this week because the actor, the star of the film, Philip Baker Hall, passed away. And so we wanted to give it a watch and talk about it. And Matt's going to tell us what it's about. Yeah, so set in Reno, Nevada, um, Philip Baker Hall plays Sydney, who is uh, uh, a bit of a kind of a mysterious fellow that we learn a little bit more about as the movie progresses. Um, he befriends John C. Riley, um, who plays a character named John, outside of a diner. John is seemingly almost homeless, um, but he's just down on his luck. Uh, says he needs six thousand dollars to bury his mom. Um, Sydney takes him into the diner. They, they talk for a little while and Sydney decides to show him the ropes as far as how to be a, a, a pretty keen gambler. And, uh, then it fast forwards two years and we are introduced to Clementine played by Gwyneth Paltrow and Jimmy played by Samuel L. Jackson. And they kind of fit into the plot in, in sort of interesting ways. Uh, and I say plot. This movie actually, it doesn't have a plot in the standard sense that I think we think of a lot of, of, of mainstream movies having. I mean, there is a little, I mean, things happen, don't get me wrong. But yeah, this is more of a character study. And I think I'll just say before I can it back to you, I think it, it, it's, it's a very well crafted film. It's good direction and good cinematography and excellent acting. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, I agree on all those fronts. Um, I'm by no means a, an expert in Paul Thomas Anderson films. Um, I've seen a few of them, and I've liked all of them that I've seen. So I can't really tell you how this kind of fits stylistically in his work. But I can tell you that, like you said, it's very well made. And it's immediately, there's something about it that's immediately compelling. Um, you're right. There isn't a lot that happens dramatically but there's a lot in terms of plot but there's the characters are very interesting the the acting is is excellent um i was immediately drawn into this world into these characters and it's not a you know gamblers and you know the, the world of reno and vegas this is not a subject matter that naturally intrigues me but uh this movie brought me into their world and i was fascinated by it and even though there's not a lot of plot there are developments and some of them are quite surprising and um yeah i was never bored during this um it, it's it was just a pleasure to watch these fine actors um play their roles and particularly uh, philip banker hall who we mentioned um just passed away this week um what a what a wonderful gift this role is for him um he's just marvelous um, as this as this character, and um, it, I, I read that it was written with him in mind, and he's perfect in the role. Um, so I'm so glad we we had we took the time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I heard about this movie. This movie is about 25 years old, and I heard about it back in the day from some coworkers of mine back when I used to work retail. Uh, guys they were all guys that watched this movie and they just really liked it and it's almost kind of a reason why i never did get around to watching it because i don't know i mean there's something they weren't like terrible people but just 
what I knew of them and, you know, from working with them or, you know, hanging out with them after hours a little bit, it was just like, I don't know if I'm going to like a movie that you just can't stop raving about. It's that kind of a thing. <laughs> so I never watched it. But, you know, Philip Baker Hall, you know, he passed away this week. I, I've always enjoyed him when he does show up in a film. I mean, you know, he, he's been in lots of different things. But, he, you know, he's, for example, he has just, I think, a scene or two in Zodiac. And he's great in that, just in those few moments. So, okay, I'll give this a try. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm glad I did. Uh, Roger Ebert liked this movie. And, you know, you and I go to Ebert Fest every year, the Roger Ebert Film Festival. I'm shocked this hasn't been there, especially in the first, like, 10 minutes. I was sitting there watching this and you know like i said it's directed by paul thomas anderson but uh cinematography is by robert elswit and you know there's like this medium shot uh of them in the diner uh philip baker hall and john c Riley. and i don't know i'm just watching this i'm like this, this is like roger ebert catnip you know <laughs> i'm just shocked this hasn't been at ebert fest yet but uh no it it it's it's good and it is fascinating um to watch these these really good performers working at like you know their their highest game that said i think sydney the philip baker hall character is the most well-developed well most well-written um and if i have it's funny this is a movie that i more objectively admire than i love there's a point where i thought i was gonna love this movie but my issue is that the characters don't really go anywhere. And that's a danger, I think, when you are talking about a movie that doesn't really f- operate on a plot. It's just kind of is a character study. The characters... I f- I'm always a fan of character progression. So a few things, you know, or, or also, for better or worse, character likability. Mm-hmm. And Philip Baker Hall's character, there's something that happens in the back third or so of the film that kind of changes my opinion of him. And I was like, oh, shoot, you know. Um, John C. Riley's character, in my opinion, doesn't really develop. Uh, he doesn't, he, he's, he develops in the sense that he learns the tricks of the trade of, of playing or gambling, I guess, from Philip Baker Hall and is, does decently at that. But otherwise, uh, there's not a lot of real character development there. Gwyneth Paltrow, this character, when in her first scene, I think, oh, so there's, there's more to her character. There, she's got some depth, like, whatever. except her character regresses, all right? And then Samuel L. Jackson as Jimmy is exactly who you think his character is going to be. So in that regard, I it, it, these actors are firing on all cylinders, and that is a joy to behold. I just wish their characters were a little different or that, that he had a different, I, I always feel like I use this word a lot, but I wish I had a better, a better arc. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No, I agree with you completely on that. Um, the performances are all wonderful. The characters are not likable. Um, you start out liking um, Sydney, but as you learn more about him and as things unfold, there's some poignancy to his story but how he acts in the film um, is makes him makes you like him less. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gwyneth Paltrow, who I, I really had kind of forgotten how good of an actress she could be, she doesn't really do a lot of you know heavy dramatic acting anymore. Um, she's really good in this. Her character, like you said, regresses. Um, 
actually becomes less interesting because of it. Um, yeah, that's, that's my main problem with the movie as well. I wish I could get behind at least one of the characters a little bit. Um, and it's, it's an odd, it's an odd film in that you're, you're kind of on the side of one of the characters for a good chunk of the movie. And then you're, and then there's no one to root for basically. (laughs) So yeah, I, I totally agree. That said, you know, I mean, it's not, I mean, like you, this is not a world I'm familiar with, you know, the gambling world or particularly in Reno, Nevada and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But, um, it does feel real, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this was shot anywhere on location or how much of it was in a studio or a set, but, you know, it feels like an inhabited world. I mean, I, these characters, as much as we were just kind of talking about how we wish they had been different, you know, they are, it all feels authentic, right? I feel like I've just kind of been dropped into this real life, you know, thing that's happening and everywhere feels real and lived in. Um, so, I mean, I guess kudos to the production design and, and, and the, the cinematography of that. I mean, it all, um, it all feels worked. It works. It feels, it feels lived in. Um, and there's even a scene where, you know, John C. Riley's character and Gwyneth Paltrow, they go on the road. And at one point he says, I think he says they're in Rock Island, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is weird in Illinois as well. So I was like, oh, that's cool. He, he probably wasn't. <laughs> probably at a, at a phone booth somewhere in, in Los Angeles filming that scene. But um, no, I mean, I, 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 was, I totally believed what was being presented. Yeah. I just wish what was being presented was a little different. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. The And to the the dialogue seemed authentic as well. Yeah. So not only, like you said, the sets, the locations, everything, um, it felt very real. The dialogue seemed authentic. There was never a, a false moment to my ears, but, um, but yeah, it just, yeah, it, I just kind of didn't like the, the characters that I was watching. And, and though it was well-made and, and a joy to, to see this wonderful acting, um, it's just not one I would watch again, or um, it, it leaves you feeling a little unfulfilled. Um, I did, I I did like, um, you know, the character of Sydney. Um, I, I liked the mystery around his character. He's kind of an enigma at the at the beginning, and I and I liked learning more about him. And there's some surprising revelations, and I I liked that aspect of it. But his his character, like we've already said, takes a turn, and I just, yeah, I just couldn't go with him. So it's it's a well made movie, but not a great movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think Paul Thomas Anderson would later make great movies, but um, as a first film, this is is really good. And I think he makes some. It's interesting. I was watching this, knowing it was his first film, and I'm like, watching this, would I know that this is a great director? Um, and I think I I I know that. I would watch this and see, oh, this is a director with a lot of promise because there's some interesting choices made, some interesting shots. Um, stylistically, there are some um, some interesting things done. But, um, but yeah, ultimately, it's it's a good movie, not a great one. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, his most recent movie, which we reviewed, I think, in January with Christy Lemire, um, is Licorice Pizza. Mm. And so that's a movie where there's a lot of dudes in it. Like he has a lot of dudes in, 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 in heart eight and heart eight to me feels like a, a dude movie, uh, like with a token female character who, like I said, regresses, you know, in it. Um, licorice pizza is also, I mean, if you look at it objectively, it means it's mostly guys with a strong female lead 
and that's all Anaheim. But it feels, it, the vibe is different. I mean, this actually feels like, you know, to, she has <clears throat> agency, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and licorice pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think, at least going, you know, from, from first movie to most recent movie, Paul Thomas Anderson has certainly progressed, you know. Um, and he did Phantom Thread, too, right? Yes. That's a movie that's interesting. You know, Phantom Thread um, feels like it is... Um, who's the star of that? The guy that... Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name or something. Uh, it feels like, oh, this, this is a Daniel Day-Lewis movie. And yes, sort of. But the other the actress in there, whose name escapes me... Um, it's kind of becomes, I mean, her character's movie as well, mm-hmm. you know. So I do like the fact that he's, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is kind of writing stronger uh, female characters as as the years go on. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. So what did you give this out of 10? Um, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. I would give it a 7.2. So our score is a, we'll say with a 7.4. And that is Hard 8. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.